excuse me, may I talk to you for a second? Yes. This is the Black Real Estate Dialogue, and the purpose of the Black Real Estate Dialogue is to document the journey of an up-and-coming real estate investor and to share the stories of successful Black real estate investors. What other community deserves it more than us? I'm biased, but hey, that's just how I feel. Hey, and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. I also say with Fifth Ward, um, it also was very much of a music and cultural district, nice. right? Um, Fifth Ward had... I forgot specifically what it was called, but they had our own cotton club, right? Yeah. So natural, you know, Zydeco and, and jazz music and all the things took place right here and across the street yeah. and um, bringing that back. So Fifth Ward is also the first cultural arts district, I believe in Texas, if I remember wow. correctly. And they're bringing back some of that culture by even right behind this building, creating artists lofts, right? Yeah. To where the creative community can have somewhere to live and that's um, affordable housing. There's yeah. going to be um, an art um, and creative content warehouse right down the street there. So yeah. definitely people are moving um, back to where we were, but back better. Um, and we're doing it together. So it's, it's really refreshing to see the sparks that are happening, right? Yeah. Because when iron sharpens iron sparks fly. So let's light it up. Let's do it. Absolutely. For yeah. our artists, are those those shotgun homes mm -hmm. there? Okay, I was wondering what Yeah, you and you see like they're starting some of the construction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And I think it's cool that, that uh, it seems to me that in you know, conversations and talking to you, it seems to me that in Houston, there are things for different people, right? So you mm -hmm. mentioned for the artists and then you mentioned like affordable homes for people to buy and, and all these things. I think that's what makes a great city when you can do your best to meet the needs of the broad population so mm -hmm. i think i think that's powerful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely it, it takes tailor-made solutions but someone who actually wants to take the time because it's so much easier to do a cookie cutter yeah like i'm in and out this is my return of investment model this is what i do and i'm not getting any deeper than that yeah. that's fine and that's what you want to do I'm, I'm not going to judge you but i know i'm in it for the long haul and i'm going to roll my sleeves up and and i'm here i love it, I love it. Mm. I love it. so what are what are some things that that you're hoping to do um, in the coming years with the land bank and mm. just within the community in general? Right now, my biggest focus and platform is environmental justice. Mm -hmm. Definitely with Houston having no zoning and not saying zoning is perfect. Um, there's a lot of contamination everywhere. We're also an oil and gas city, right? And it's no secret that the contamination is in our communities and it leaves them continuously to be blighted because it's more expensive to clean it up mm -hmm. or even if it's not it's the time that it takes to clean yeah. it up so it just stays there yeah. right and no one's going to touch it yeah. and i think that it's a healing process in order to acquire these sites that have underground storage tanks mm -hmm. or contaminated soil fifth ward also has a cancer cluster down the road what do you mean by that oh you don't know about the cancer cluster no. yeah so it's literally called the fifth ward cancer cluster where, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say their names, but it's public information, but there um, are alleged accusations that the Union Pacific Railroad Company has been contaminating the soil. The community has been um, basically complaining about this for a hundred years or so. Um, and it's, the data shows that they have higher rates of, of leukemia for children, um, you know, just overall health, issues in fifth ward also in the east end um but for sure right now fifth ward has received the most 
quote unquote, attention because the community refused to shut up about it. Hey, there are so many real estate opportunities out there in 2024, and I don't want you to miss out. You might feel like you don't have good credit. You might feel like you don't have a lot of money. You might even feel that interest rates are too high or that the home prices are too high. Believe me, I completely understand. The good thing is there's still a ton of opportunity out there and it's important for you to get ready for when your time comes. When I got started, I didn't have a lot of money. In fact, I was living in a 300 square foot apartment at the time and I still managed to get that first property. What that means is that you just need some creativity and a plan as well as the right information and you can do it too. I want you to join me at my five day challenge. It's called Keys to Home Ownership and it is free. General admission to the challenge is free. And in this challenge, you'll learn how to create a foundation for success, you learn how to run the numbers and analyze properties to ensure that you're going to make cash flow before you even go forward with that property. You're going to learn how to fund that property. You're going to learn about grants for home buyers and so much more. I want to see you there. And as I mentioned, general admission to this five day virtual challenge is 100% free. So you have no excuse. Click the link in the description. We get started on Sunday, March 3rd, which is very soon. So click the link in the description and get your ticket today. So now there is um, a lawsuit that was filed by the city of Houston in partnership with Harris County um, in order to do something about it. But that's going to take some time. Um, The previous administration with the city, uh, which just ended last year, decided to invest some dollars to help relocate the families if they choose to. Um, And that's something that's being discussed. And that's something that I volunteered to be a part of. And um, we're discussing how can I potentially help relocate the families if they're a homeowner. I don't really have a model in place for renters unless they choose to be a homeowner um, in order to relocate them on some of our land. Can we figure out how to get them out while the legal stuff is being handled? Because they should at least be able to sleep at night knowing that they can breathe. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. Mm. Wow. Um, wow. Well, th- thanks, thanks, thanks. I know that's it. I know that's not a for, uh, sit, but supporting for supporting with that. Oh, absolutely. I didn't, I didn't know. Wow. I mean, even if I didn't live here, I still would have done it. Yeah. Um, but it makes me fight even harder because I do know some of them. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do see it as divine intervention because literally last year, Um, I guess at that time, I think it was in my first year or whatever, um, I went to the National EPA Conference, the Environmental Protection Agency, with some community members because we have a grant with them. Mm -hmm. And I was just listening, understanding more, like, what's going on? Like, I hear about it, but I want to understand. So they explained it to me. And I said, like, you know, if there's a way that I can build you out of there, I would. Like, I don't know how, how I could. But one thing I do know is I have some properties. I don't have a whole bunch of properties, but if I had the opportunity to help build you out, I would absolutely do that. And I'd like sincerely meant that. And I just met with a couple of the community members to say like, this is my dream for us. And circa a year later, when the mayor was like, we're going to do something about it and we're going to figure out and do a task force. I immediately like wrote an email. I was like, please put me on there. And they said, yes. Yeah. So I don't know specifically what's going to happen with that particular program, what's going to happen with the lawsuit, but I do know that I'm going to continue to try and I'm going to fight and I'm going to keep showing up and inviting myself to the table. Yeah. And, and that's what we do. Yeah. That's what we that's do. What we do. Uh, so you, you have a very uh, interesting career path that <laughs> led you to this, to this point. And mm-hmm. you know, I think it's an encouragement as well. Um, we, didn't have, we, didn't, we haven't had an opportunity to talk about that just yet, but we'd love to just hear about your path 
to where you are today? Yeah. Um, I would say in a short form, which, which I'll elaborate, but just saying yes. I think that's, that's like when I reflect and I continue to say yes. <laughs> Sometimes I say no, though. <laughs> you, need, you need boundaries. But um, it started off with I wanted to go to HBCU. I'm, I'm originally from California, from the Bay Area. And as diverse as California is, there's not many leaders that are people of color, at least not from what I remember growing up. Um, and I just wanted to go to HBCU. I remembered, um, you know, um, not College Hill, child. Help me. Uh, what was the show? What was the show? The spinoff of the Cosby Show. Oh, man. Oh, uh, uh, A Different World? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, I was Freddie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember Freddie. <laughs> yeah, Freddie was the eccentric one. I was like, I love Freddie. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be able to experience and be with people that look like me, yeah. right? And that's where that started. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Black Real Estate Dialogue podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Black Real Estate Dialogue. And be sure to leave us five stars and a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Until next time.